Hello folks, welcome back to another episode of the South Pole Podcast. Got a couple articles from Teddy Gentry coming to you today. I'm going to break them down into a couple segments. The first one that I mentioned last episode is Taking Care of, Not Advantage of, New Breeders by SPGCA President Teddy Gentry. As an established breeder, we need to take care of the brand new breeders in our organization. A lot of times, I think too many times, purebred associations are set up to take care of the old breeders rather than taking care of the new ones. Anyone showing an interest in the breed is sometimes looked at as new money, and oftentimes this lack of knowledge of the breed leads to inflated prices at the new breeder's expense. In order for a breed to survive and prosper, new breeders need to be mentored and educated if they want to be. To an established breeder, this means making sure that your cattle you sell are to someone are worth what the buyer paid you. This will become evident when the buyer gets ready to sell the cattle. This means standing behind your cattle and replacing or returning the money for cattle or bulls that don't work. This means shipping to market any problem cattle that should not be used as seed stock. Taking care of each new breeder should be everyone's personal responsibility. This will ensure the success of our breed and the integrity of our breeders. Would be nice if I had someone here to discuss this article with me. Um, and we will uh, probably move into a little more interaction at some point. I think this is, is very concise and to the point and it hits close to home. Uh, another thing Teddy has often said and others have echoed it is don't sell something that you're not willing to keep. If you don't want to keep it, I know some people say, price it accordingly. You know, it's somebody's starter herd. That may be okay, but but some people, you know, collect items, they wear jewelry. If you're going to collect valuable coins, do you want to start by collecting pennies? Maybe they do as a kid, but what value does it have? If, you, if you're into pearls, do you start out with a plastic pearl? I guess that's a question we want to ask ourselves, and we're all different, so, you know, some people may be happy to have a plastic pearl, but there's really no value in it. I guess those are a few of my thoughts for today. Um, feel free to look us up on Facebook. We have a forum. Join our forum. probably already know about it. If you don't, come check out the uh, South Pole Grass Cattle Association facebook page as well definitely like and follow and we'll be glad to add y'all to the family in this episode i want to share with you the article found in the summer 2008 newsletter let's see that's 10 almost 15 years ago it is titled, Teddy Gentry Shares Secret to Successful Cow-Calf Operation. Some more good words of wisdom from our president and founder. The further we go into this, the more convinced I am that the small, highly productive, low-maintenance, grass-fed cow is the secret to the cow-calf industry, says South Pole innovator Teddy Gentry at the first meeting 
of what he ultimately intends to be a national South Pole Association. Hey, look at that. What do we have? Well on the way to becoming an international association. South Pole breeders from seven states attended the meeting hosted by Gentry and his wife Linda at their Bentry Farms in Fort Payne, Alabama on May 15 and heard Gentry say, I want to organize this group so that we're the envy of other associations. I want to be the pride and joy of everyday cattlemen, the average cow-calf guy. We want to put a page on our website that talks about every one of you guys' farms. Hey look, we have that. Join the association. We got a spot for you on our webpage. Gentry says that if a breeder has a good herd of South Pole Mama cows, you have all the options in the world and stresses that the good genetics in the breed come through the mama cows enough so that any type of bull could be used to produce marketable calves. I believe there's some truth to that. There are some people that would argue that point, but they, I think they'll stand alone. Gentry said a local breeder had used a herd of South Pole mama cows and bred them to a bull that was about 20%. You know what, I don't know how to pronounce this uh, word. It's uh, C-H-I-A-N-I-N-A and 80% Angus. At about a year old, those calves weighed about 1,200 pounds and he sent them off to be slaughtered and smiled all the way to the bank. But Gentry cautioned breeders that he felt the biggest market in the breed for the next 10 to 15 years would be in the production of South Pole females. Hey look, he was right. I think if you breed your South Pole cows to South Pole bulls, your top end females will be worth a premium of 50 to 100% over commercial prices. These cows are gentle, slick haired, produce a good piece of meat on grass and fit within our humidity and heat fit in with our humidity and heat. The females are driving this industry. The steers are a byproduct of our maternal program. We have to stick with the mama cows. We can't put our emphasis on the steers, he told the breeders. I want to maximize my profitability per acre on the grass that I've got. These cows work for me. I do not work for them, Gentry says, and contends that the database, or the data he has compiled, shows that the small 1,000 to 1,500 1,000 to 1,050 pound cow that is the shaped right will work best for the cattleman. There's a big difference in 1,000 pound cows too. You can't have a frame 5 cow that looks like a razor blade. I'm talking about a 2 to 2.5 frame cow that is shaped like a cow should be. Even if you are selling your animals to a local sale barn, the small highly productive cow is going to be your ticket. For every 100 pounds of body weight on a cow above 1,000 pounds, only 20% of that mount is shown in the gain on that cow's calf. In other words, you can only gain 20 pounds on the calf for every 100 pounds of extra body weight on the cow, Gentry told the group. He has repeated this several times throughout the years at field days. Another thing he said is that for every, I believe it is, 1,000 pounds of cow you gain, your fertility will go down 2%. He says, you always have that good old cow that that's, weighs 1,800 pounds and rebreeds every year. You know, we're not talking about that one. We're talking about over a 1,000 cows. This is the average. So it's good to keep that in mind. Another thing you got to consider is that for every 
500 to 1,000 pounds as your, as your body weight of your cow is creeping up, your maintenance requirement is also coming up. Now, it's not jumping drastically, but it is going up. Sure, weaning that 600-pound calf off a 1,500-pound cow is great, but what is that extra 500 pounds of body weight on the cow going to cost you? We all know that a cow will eat the same amount as their body weight every 30 days, so every four months that cow has to eat a ton of feed to keep that extra 500 pounds. The cost of that ton of feed will be a lot higher than what you got off that extra few pounds on the calf, Gentry said. I don't think I'm real good at merchandising, but I think if we present people with the facts and let them look at our cattle, that's all we have to do to sell these South Poles. The future of the cattle business goes back to our production cost, and we've got it all right here, Gentry told the breeders. It's a whole new way of thinking, but I've been this way for the last 15 years, and I get more convinced I'm right every year. It's the flexibility of the animal to adapt to a wide range of management practices, he explained to the breeders. Gentry says he started working on the Southpool breed in 1989 and combined the best genetic traits he could find in the Trask-Herford herd, the Angus, the Cinepool, and the Barzona breeds to form his Southpool breed. <clears throat> Teddy says the Herford breed provided the great capacity in the heart girth for the cows and the extreme gentleness for the South Pole breed. He credits the Barzona influence for giving the breed its adaptability and hardiness. They'll eat plants that other cows won't eat, and Cinepoles are about the same, he said. Gentry suggests that each breeder in the new association use integrity in what he passes on to other breeders. If you ever have to pull a calf, we don't want that cow in our program. If a cow has a prolapse or another problem, we don't want them. We need to call out. These are the types of things we need in our bylaws, he said. If we gave each cow a star for every year they calved unassisted, that would be a real asset to breeders when looking at a cow's pedigree. Instead of looking at EPDs, we are all about good reproductive traits, and that's what the star system would show. If you have a 15-star cow for the allotted 17 years of her life, we'd know that she was a good cow, Gentry said. South Pole breeder Tom McGrady of Texas echoed Gentry's sentiments in referring to a code of ethics among the association's forming breeders. There should, be a, there should be general guidelines on how we should raise cattle. It's about building an image of what a perfect cow should be, and our mission statement should bring other people into our group that agree with that goal, the Texan said. Gentry closed out the meeting by saying his personal goal was to produce the most tender eating meat per acre off my own environment, not per individual cow, but for every pound of grass they eat. Until I go to my grave, I will still be on my soapbox preaching little cows, he said. Gentry was elected president of the new association. Missouri breeder and high stock density grazer grazing lecturer Greg Judy was chosen as vice president and Gentry appointed Missouri breeder Jerry Voss and Tanya McGrady of Texas as secretary and treasurer respectively. Executive board members in addition to officers of the organization are McGrady, Kentucky veteran Steve Hampton, John Eldridge of Georgia, Ralph Voss of Missouri, J.A. Gergenti of Louisiana, Cliff White of Florida, Todd Thompson of Illinois, and John Lyons of Alabama. 
Bruce Shanks of Missouri and Lyons were appointed to start and maintain a junior membership program in the association. The breeders were treated to a dinner Friday night at Gentry's Ranch and then attended the breakfast the next morning prior to the business meeting held in the Burt's Beef Barn, which was named for Gentry's grandfather and is also the name of his grass-fed beef business. The group was also treated to a luncheon of South Pole steak prepared by Chef Clayton Sherrod of Birmingham. Many of the recipes for the food Chef Clayton prepared are in another story in this newsletter. The second formation meeting of the association was held in Lynn, Missouri at the home and farm of Ralph and Jerry Voss on July 11 and 12, where specifics of bylaws and guidelines for the association were discussed. And then it lists more information for more information and gives a phone number, which I believe is outdated at this point. But stop by our website at southpole.com. Of course, check us out on the forum. You can find us on Facebook. We have a regular association page, and we just also have a forum that a lot of people have joined. I think there's several thousand members there, so come on by. This article tells you a little bit how we got our start. Uh, gives you some tips on a successful cow-calf operation and also points you once again towards uh, the principle of ethics using good morals as we morals and ethics as we raise our cattle you know get rid of what doesn't work keep what's valuable it's pretty interesting pretty fascinating to me that stuff that was shared this long ago has, uh, it was almost a prophecy, it's, it's come to pass, it's still pertinent, you can see that the vision Teddy had, his understanding of the cattle industry, it's come to pass, and here we are today. These little cows, the good ones, are quite valuable. So anytime you have something that's valuable, you always have the knockoffs. We need to keep an eye out for the knockoffs, that's why culling is so important. It makes the valuable animals possibly even more valuable, in my opinion. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Keep checking back.